Hello, everybody. It's Pastor Lenny. And Pastor Lori. Hello. We are so pleased to be with you once again. And uh, this week, all right, we'll be sharing um, Tuesday and Thursday mornings, I believe. We might get some more uh, in between here now and then. Um, But specifically, Tuesday, Thursday, the 9 a.m. hour. And uh, we're going to be dealing with the first three verses from the book of Colossians. And before I begin, I want to let you know how much we love you and we appreciate you. And we're so thankful and grateful to God for you. So as we begin, I'm going to have Pastor Lori read Colossians chapter one, not chapter one, chapter three, (laughs) verses one through three from both the King James Version and the Passion Translation. Which one first? One on the left. King James. Okay. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, which Christ, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. So okay. that was the King James. That was James. the King James Version. Many more words in the, the Passion, <laughs> but let's see. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection, Ooh. too. Like that. Yes. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not on the distractions of the natural realm. Your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life, and now your true life is hidden away in God. Wow. That's amazing. I think it says hidden away in God in, God in, in, in Christ. Christ. This is a magnificent portion of Scripture. Now, I want to be absolutely honest with you. I have a little bit of a heavy heart right now. And that's because Pastor Lori and I recently visited one of our our church members at the hospital. And they were in wonderful spirits. Yep. But the reason why I'm saying this is because on the television, there was the Christian channel. Mm-hmm. And Pastor and Lori were and Pastor and Lori and I were there for about an hour and a half, possibly two hours. And the whole time we were listening to messages, right? From preachers, supposedly on the gospel. And the churches that they were ministering in were packed. And why I say my heart was heavy, my heart is still a little heavy, is because they were not preaching this. Listen, you've been risen with Christ. You've been resurrected to newness of life with Christ. You are one with Christ. You are joined together with Christ. And because of that fact now, your home is the throne room. <laughs> wow. Throne room realities. 
where you're seated with Christ. Not only with Christ, as Christ. This is, this is amazing. And it's talking about that this place, right? Your new reality, these throne room realities, these new life realities where you've been raised with Christ, now you're seated with Christ in the heavenly places with Christ, in the throne room with Christ, you are now seated at a place of power and honor and authority. You are now living with Christ in the heaven, heavenly realm. Is that not powerful? You know, I just had a thought because looking at the TV screen, you know, up there, I, I had this thought of all those thousands of people sitting there believing this. And can you imagine what would have been going on in their lives and in that service? Yeah. The, the, the revival. It would have been a whole... Yes. And, wow. and, and this is why my heart was heavy. Because preachers today who are supposedly, supposedly preaching the gospel, if you listen to pre, past, my past Sunday's message, the gospel of the circumcision versus the gospel of Christ... They were preaching the gospel of the circumcision. Definitely. All they kept doing was magnifying sin and addressing sin and addressing the fact that they had to confess and make it right with God because God still judges sin. Now, see, when you're in the the gospel of the circumcision, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and, and listen to the message that, that the it's titled, Will the Real Gospel Stand Up? Okay? Awesome. Because in John chapter 12, verse 32, Jesus himself talks about the fact that when he is lifted up, he will draw all judgment mm. to him. The judgment that was made to be put on you and me was put on him. He who knew no sin was made to be sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Think about Isaiah 53. Isaiah chapter 53. Pastor Lori, I have no idea what they think about when they read this book or when they read that chapter, who it says, the chastisement, the chastisement for our peace. Right? The judgment for our peace, fell upon him. What did they think about when they read the, the, the latter part of Isaiah 53, where it says, for God was pleased to crush him, to bruise him, to put him to death. Why? That his righteous servant, you see, God is a just God. And his justice was satisfied in the sacrifice and offering of his son. Because through the offering and sacrifice of his righteous servant, by believing in Jesus, it would justify the many. You see, they're living in the gospel of the circumcision, not the gospel of Christ. When you live in the gospel of Christ, then you're living at a 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19 and 20, where it talks about, you know, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. 
All things have passed away. All Behold, things. all things new have come. Right? All things. And, and, and it goes on to say after that, now we are ambassadors of reconciliation. Reconciliation. Jesus has paid the price. Jesus received the judgment. Jesus received the chastisement. Now, because of faith in Jesus Christ, we're at peace with God. Period. Now, today, now, and forever. That's a good one. We're at peace. Yes. That's Romans chapter 5, verse 1. And now what we're supposed to be doing, preachers, teachers, is we are supposed to be being ministers, ambassadors of reconciliation. We are supposed to be teaching about throne room realities. (laughs) New Christ realities. Where we're seated with Christ, enthroned with Christ, in the place of power, of honor, and authority. We're supposed to be ministers ministering to people their new true identities, united with Christ, one with Christ, as Christ, truly holy and truly righteous and truly blameless. But instead, our pulpits are still teaching do-it-yourself gospels. I like what this says, your crucifixion with Christ. Yes. Your it's, yes. You, it's done. You, yes. You are crucifixed. This, when, 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 when Paul says that he was made sin, who knew no sin, that was our sins of every person that has ever lived before the cross, during the cross, after the cross. Made sin. It was if as if we were being crucified. So Paul says it here, your crucifixion with Christ, our crucifixion with Christ. He says the same thing in Galatians. Therefore, being crucified with Christ, I no longer lived, but Christ liveth in me. He says the same thing in Romans. In Romans chapter 6, we were buried with him. We died with him to sin. And we were raised with him. Newness of life, new creation realities, Throne room realities. This is what Pastor Lenny and Pastor Lori's ministry is all about. The truth of the gospel, the truth of what Jesus has done, what Jesus has provided for you and I. Instead of elevating sin or the law, which I have no understanding on, on how they could misinterpret Colossians chapter 2. We just talked about Colossians chapter 2 in previous messages about Colossians where it said Jesus took the ordinances and the laws that were against us, that were contrary to us, right? He canceled them to the cross. He he nailed them to the cross, obliterating them, canceling them out. In in, In Hebrews chapter 10, he says, Lo, it's written in the volume of the book, I've come to do your will, O God. And that was to do away with the law and bring in grace. What did he, see, New Testament does not equal new covenant. And you're going to get new covenant realities here. We want you to live in freedom. It is no longer up to you, by you, because of you. There's no more performance issues. There's no more if you do this, then God will do that. 
God is no longer angry at you. He is not mad at you. Look, look at verse three, Pastor Lord, what's that? Your life now, you, do you understand when you said I do to Jesus Christ, right? Yep. Where's your life now? Where's your life now? Your true life. Your true life. Your true is life. Hidden away in God, in Christ. Your true life. Uh, okay. In, in, in the King James Version, it says your life is hid with Christ in God. The true you, the real you. The born-again you is now hid in Christ in God. So that all God sees, this, this is the word of God. This is not, this is not Pastor Lenny's you know, uh, take on it. This is what Paul is saying. So now when God looks at you, he sees you in Christ. In God's righteousness. He sees yep. Pastor Lori and Pastor Lenny, he sees us in Christ. He no longer sees sin. Listen, we talked about 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 56. Oh, grave, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, okay, Paul talks about the law, and he calls it the administration of death, and the administration of of condemnation. And it also says, there is a veil that remains covering our eyes, our spiritual eyes, our hearts, whenever the law of Moses is read. Christ removes that veil. Grace removes that veil. So as I was listening, I was like, oh, Father, I know they love you, and I know they love their people. Oh, but Father, they're preaching from the wrong covenant. They're preaching the gospel of circumcision. But the thing about it is, it was packed. It reminds me of the people when with Moses. It's, they thought it would be easier. Just tell us what to do and we will do it. Whatever it is, it's too hard to just, you know, have this relationship with God. Moses, just tell us, just give us laws. Yeah, tell us what to do, we'll just do it. We, we, don't, do. we don't want to be led by, we don't want to be led, you know. We, we understand, you know, one day I had a conversation with someone and I was telling them that true sons and daughters of God are led by the Spirit. And that word led means we would be carried to, we would be carried away, right? We would, we would be led like our hands being held. We would be led as like a guide pointing over our shoulders. This, this is how we live. We're led by the Spirit Ooh, yes, in the yes. power of grace, okay? We, we don't need yeah, laws. Holy Spirit, His power, yes. And yes. as we were talking to these people who we really love, and they love us, and they have genuine hearts of love for their people, they were basically saying, that sounds too hard, People want to be told what to do and what not to do. Well, we don't tell people what to do and what not to do because we're not told what to do or what not to do anymore. We are now told by Paul who we are, are. Yep. who we are. We are truly righteous. We are truly blameless. We are perfected. We're not going to be perfected. We have been perfected. We have been made complete in Christ, united with him. Where we sit right now 
is with Christ in the throne room. And that's where Jesus and God wants us. Exactly. <laughs> and this is what Paul is saying here. Place your affections on things above. Place your affections on the throne room. Place your affections where you understand you're seated with Christ because you're one with Christ. Because you're as Christ. Because you have the authority of Christ. Mm. Because you have the power of Christ. Your true life is with and as Christ. So this is Paul's gospel. Fix your mind. In Romans chapter 12, verse, verse 2, become transformed by renewing your mind. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23, by becoming renewed in the spirit of your mind. Now he wants to get our minds fixed on the right place. He knows spiritually we're in the right place. Yep. Now he wants us to believe, to believe and gain an understanding of that right place See with Christ. There. Think Amen. Because that's where you are. Amen. See yourself there. Think yourself there because that's where you are. See yourself as Christ because that's who you're like. Mm -hmm. I am, I can, and I have. This mm -hmm. is a powerful portion of Scripture. Remember, we talk about the gospel. We talk about the gospel of Christ. Okay? The gospel of Christ is the power of God for salvation. This is the gospel of Christ. The Father has done it all. The Father has done it all. It's faultless. It's a faultless covenant. Why is it a faultless covenant? Because we have been removed Amen. from the equation. Yay. We have been removed from the equation. We're not in the equation anymore. Now it's just believe. So remember, remember, what are the tells, Pastor Lori, if you're not listening to the gospel of grace and you're listening to the gospel of circumcision? What are some of the tells? Guilt, shame, condemnation, I have to, I have to, um, I, I, need I, to. Need, I need to, you must, must, you have an obligation, all right? But, but you see that gospel of circumcision, you, you know, you need to now. You must now. You have an obligation. It produces guilt, shame, guilt, shame, and condemnation. If you're coming out of a message feeling less than Jesus, if you come out of out of a message and you feel, oh man, I, I, I I'm I'm doing it wrong, man. I have to do more. I, 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 I have to do more. Oh man, I, I I'm not a believer. I've not been believing. Oh, man. This, I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm not good. That is not throne room realities. Realities. God is head over heels madly and deeply in love with you. Your approval rating is through the sky. You qualify, period, for every blessing and promise. Because Jesus met all the qualifications that would be needed for us before the Father. Before the Father. It's through Jesus, faith in Him, 
And here it is, a little side note again. I know a lot of you like the Old Testament. That's okay. But when you read the Old Testament, re remember, they were operating in the Old Covenant. The covenant that they asked for, like Pastor Lori said, they asked for it. No, 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 no. We don't, we don't, we, we just want to be led by you and, you know, led by your goodness or whatever. We don't want to be, we don't want to deal with you like you deal with Moses, you know, like you dealt with Abraham. No, you give us rules. You give us regulations. You give it to them and we'll do it. They asked for the law and God knew that he knew that they couldn't keep it. And he didn't like it. So he sent Jesus to, to finish it, to stop it. He said he, he didn't like it. <laughs> he wants us to operate in the new. In the new, in yeah. the new, in the new. He wants you to operate out of the believing and the understanding and the illumination of the new you. Mm. And his view and opinion, the view and opinion he has of you is the same view and opinion he has towards his son. Let me tell you something. If you ever are thinking, Lord, why did you, why, did, why, why did, why do you love me? Why, why did you? You need a revelation of God's love. Because when you understand how much God loves you, you will understand your true worth and value to God. Amen. And you will never, ever again question your worth or value. And you will operate in the power of love. And when you operate in the power of love, Galatians 5 and verse 6, it gives energy to faith. Mm. Any closing words, Pastor Lord? Oh, Lori? my goodness. I just want to listen to this over and over, and I'm just so thankful that this is where we are. This is Believing what, what God believes about us and Grabbing it more and more and more and more. Amen. It is awesome. Amen. Every day gets better. Hey, it makes you want to go out and sin, doesn't it? Right? Is that right? Right? No. The true gospel gives you power and strength and energizes you. Oh. Oh, we love you. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna continue with these first three verses the next time that we get together. But for now, we love you, we appreciate you. Walk in your promises, walk in your blessings, you qualify, they're yours without any guilt, shame, or condemnation. Amen.